You're listening to an Amplify podcast. We were talking a little bit on the break about how conspiracy theories have, you know, Weird evolved. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, one of my favourite ones is always Area 51. Yeah, Area and, 51's so cool. <laughs> and uh, with the Roswell mm-hmm. um, crash. If you don't know the Roswell crash, it was that this massive... Um, Air UFO, yeah, aircraft UFO that looks like a um, like the typical saucer, saucer. alien saucer, yeah. and it crashed into Roswell. And the um, Roswell is like an area, yeah. by the way. Roswell is where Area Fifty One is. I I one day got bored and decided to Google where Area Fifty One <laughs> is. Um, but in Ros, they claimed that um, the aircraft was a weather machine. Oh, and that's not everyone, yeah, and, and not everyone believed it because why would a weather machine look like that yeah. shape? And usually, yeah. weather machines um, back then were usually balloons. Yeah, um, just yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was really odd. Um, so also because at school where I've been um, learning about Catcher in the Rye, mm-hmm. and it turns there is the conspiracy theory that Catcher in the Rye. Um, in America, it is used to track people oh. because it's um, it's always been seen as a communist ah. book. Oh, that's really, like, dodgy. Yeah. Um, I didn't actually know about it until one of the kids at, in my class said something about it because we had to do five facts about the book. That's exciting. Yeah. That's, like, really, like, now I really want to read the book. Yeah. Because there's a lot of communist things about it, and I never realised that it was mm-hmm. that much of a it big was deal. Because like it was banned for so many years. Propaganda and everything. Yeah. yeah. But another propaganda is the Illuminati. <laughs> Everyone loves the Illuminati. Illuminati. Like, it's become more of a meme, like yeah. a, a world problem. Yeah, it's like Illuminati confirmed. There are sixes. Illuminati X- confirmed. X-File music plays. Yeah. I don't even remember. I can never actually properly remember the X-Files theme song. Oh, uh, Yeah. But I don't know why, but I can never think about it. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a fun thing. But I can never sing it. Like, honestly, yeah. it's the hardest thing to sing. Yeah. Because you can never get the... See? Yeah. You know... It's like the SVU theme song. SVU? Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yep. I can never... The minute I say something about a theme song, I can never remember the theme song. Until yeah, the only theme song that I just know off the top of my head is the Friends theme song. Oh yeah, and I know Doctor Who. (laughs) Um, I know I know just bits and pieces, you know. Yeah, and musical ones are a lot easier to remember than ones with lyrics. Yeah. Um, Also, back on the topic of conspiracy theories, all the assassinations of famous people, like JFK. Yeah, JFK. Um. Uh. (laughs) Think about it. Yeah. Martin Luther King and um, what was the Beatles guy? John Lennon. Yeah, John Lennon. He got shot in 1980, I want to say, or 85. I think it was 80. Yeah. And they were all, it was, the conspiracy theory is that they were all killed by the government. Oh. Oh, Um, like to get rid of, like, powerhouses. Well, the ones that could make change. Mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Um... Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, because I, I seem to re-watch a lot of things. There's a podcast. I I, th- I can't. I think it's called 
stuff they don't want you to know. Uh-huh. And um, they did an entire one about Martin Luther King of how they believe that because yeah, he, he was going to because he was making speech. change in the world, yeah. um, the government didn't want that. So they had decided, the, I had a dream yeah. speech and then everyone went berserk. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and Let's the John see. Lennon one was because he was making he was he came Influential out influential music, and he was an atheist, and at that oh, time that was really like yeah, no no yeah, and um, JFK. I'm not too sure why he was. He was just very political. Yeah. He he got into a lot of trouble, especially with Marilyn Monroe. Oh, yes. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. Shh, don't tell, <laughs> don't tell anyone. Yeah. But that was, of course, at that time, that was extremely scandalous. Yeah. Extremely scandalous. Because he but had a... Did he have a wife? He had a wife. Yes, he had a wife. Yeah. Um, Another thing, it's all a little too coincidental that they're all men yeah i'd like to shout out to rosa parks yeah <laughs> out there on your bus turns out rosa parks was not actually the first wasn't actually supposed to be the for the um, first woman to stand up uh, yeah like she, she wasn't actually supposed to be the um influence of black rights yep it was just that her story was more compelling because there was i can't remember the name of the girl but she was actually sent to prison for oh. refusing to do something because she was black. Yeah. But um, she was older and wouldn't have much of an influence. Exactly. Or, so she, they decided to go with her. She wasn't convincing. Yeah. So they decided to go with Rosa Parks, which I thought was very interesting, even though I only found out about it two couple, days ago. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, I just found about that. I yeah. found out. Oh, I can't speak. Found about. Oh, okay. I'm just giving up. Sorry. <laughs> found about. Found out about that. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's the word. Yeah. Uh, th- thank you, Ashley, for providing me with that sentence that I can't say. It's all good. <laughs> Amplify on Sin 90.7. We were just talking a little bit on the break. Not really. Not Just a little. Just a um, little. <laughs> about how music has transformed over the years. And we just made a generalisation from 20 years ago, so 1995, 1996, to now. Yeah. So what's your opinion on music over the decades. So let, let's have a little interval. So 1995, 1996, 1998, 1999. I don't know the years that all the songs were made. I just oh. know. It's like, I can tell when it's like... The, like the, the, the decade? Yeah, because 90s was all grunge. And not all grunge. Well, most of it... The, the Macarena was... wasn't grunge. <laughs> you do know what that song's about, right? I do. Yeah. It ruined my entire childhood finding out about what it was. Please do not look this up. No, please don't. You'll ruin your childhoods. Um, no, because I've always loved um, Fall Out Boy, mm-hmm. uh, but Panic they were the... early 2000s. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Like, My Chemical Romance, Fall Out Boy, Panic at the Disco Day, all started around 2004, 2005. Yeah. It was the summer of 2001. Do you get that? Oh, no. You don't get it. No. Wait. Well, I can think it was summer of 69. No, 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 no. no. Okay, so on the Fueled by Ramen YouTube channel... Oh, yeah, I don't watch that. (laughs) Brendan Urie made a drunk history of Fallout Boy. Oh. And the starting lines were, it was the summer of 2001. (laughs) (laughs) It's the greatest thing. I love it. And halfway through the video, he actually throws up. It's really gross. (laughs) But... It's really hilarious, and I missed Fueled by Ramen. Honestly, they've changed. 
I think I've watched a few of their videos, but not enough to properly get into it. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, so from 1990, that's like, that's, I can't believe, that's like 20 years. That's yeah. 20 years. Man. <laughs> Man. We weren't even born yet, exactly. but still. Still, it feels like a long time ago. I had um, September, October, November, December. I had three months in the 90s. <laughs> so. And Lucy, Woo. our producer, had seven days. Is that correct? Yeah, she she nodded and she nodded and said, "Indeed." Um, so, <laughs> congrats both of you for living in the nineties. Yeah, my aim is to get to what a hundred and one, so that I can say that I've lived in three decades. So wow, nine. Um, so I'm never going to be able to have that opportunity. No, no, that's so sad. Yeah, I mean, yeah, three. Centuries, yeah. 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 Decades is ten years. Decades is ten years. I've already lived through one. We're all good. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that's pretty crazy. So music has gone from, like, <laughs> rap, because 90s was all about that rap and grunge, to now where there's just... Candy pop. Generated yeah. awful dubs. Yeah. <laughs> they go beep bop, beep bop. Yeah. And that's technically called, in hyphenated terms, a song. Yeah. Well, some of the music now, you hear it and it's constantly constantly played on radios. Yeah. And it's like, it's not even a good song. It's I can't even remember what the song was, but the cor- only the chorus was good and the rest of it was terrible. Darude Sandstorm? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> That's a joke. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but do you reckon songs have become more, in a way, sexualized over the years? Well... Everything has become more sexualized. It turns out um, the most the way that everything sells is sex. So even clothes are sold with yeah. sex, and um, everything. Hon- honestly, I think that's horribly astonishing. Yeah, it does worry me a, a fair amount because the female body image has become such a sexualized thing. At, yeah. In Greek times, if you were chubby, you were sexy. But now, if you're chubby. You're not sexy. You're shunned from society. Yes, pretty much. And this is where people start to get a lot more insecure yeah. these days. Um, one thing that I just want to add, not necessarily to do with music, but in Friends, the women never really wore bras. No. Yeah, that always bugged me. <laughs> yeah, so, like, progressively over the years, you could see the change. Like, yeah. Monica and Rachel would always, like, not have any bras on. Yeah, there was an episode where... It was about Monica not wearing a bra because she was singing and then no, there was a light on yeah, her. Yeah. yeah, I love that episode. And it's um at Mike's karaoke bar. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Josh Taylor who works at a karaoke bar. Maybe you've had that experience. I don't know. <laughs> um, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Amplify Sin and follow us on Facebook at Amplify on Sin. Amplify. 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 So, Ashley, do you want to kick off the next segment, which is... Things you really wish you didn't hear. A handful. Yeah. So, this the idea of this came across because not a while ago, I was talking to my grandmother, and I don't even remember how we got onto this conversation, but somehow she was telling me that she used to do... Um, this is funny. We were, talking, we were talking about this in The House of Sin. Yeah, and it was hilarious how you described it. Yeah, so she was telling me of how when she was younger, she um used to do the dry, 
she used to do the jive in um, miniskirt. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, all I can picture is her now um, in a miniskirt, and she's <laughs> in her 60s, 70s. <laughs> May get some arthritis when she's yeah. dancing. But what's worse is that my great-grandmother looks a lot like my grandmother. So oh. it just makes it even worse that the So it's like a morphing. Yes, it's a morphing because I, me, my mum, my grandmother and my great-grandmother all, all look, look alike. Same. Yeah. So it's very difficult to picture any of us in a mini skirt without picturing my great-grandmother. And it's just Honestly, scary. I don't have that problem in my family, which You're is lucky. good. Yeah, I know. But some of my aunties look similar. Yeah. But, you know, otherwise everything's fine. So, honestly, I didn't have anything prepared for this segment because it sort of came out of the blue. Yeah. So, Ashley, do you want to lead it? Well, I don't have much for this subject, but you can really come up with ideas for this. So, last year, I can't even remember why she was telling me, my friend was telling me this, but for some reason she decided to tell me how she lost her virginity. And I'm like, I did not Uh, need to know that. uh, (laughs) Just... That's too much information. Yes, it was too much information. And then I just stared at her blankly and went, all righty then. <laughs> and then I was like, anyway, back to something else. Um, I think just people say things that yeah. just come out yeah. at the most random times. Like when you're talking to a friend and they say, oh, yeah, the other day this happened on the street. Okay, then. <laughs> Righty, then. I uh, didn't need to know that. I didn't yeah. need to know that your grandparents take a bath together or whatever. <laughs> Don't say that. That just makes me picture wrong, <laughs> terrible things. Um, what also I hate picturing is when vegetarians or vegans decide to tell you how meats, like, meats are prepared. Yeah. Um, I know Missy Higgins... Mm-hmm. Um, loves to make people squirm at dinner <laughs> conversations by telling them how their food is made. That's funny. I like that. But I am a crazy red meat lover. And so then to tell me of how it's made, it makes me feel very guilty. Aww. And I don't like feeling guilty because then Animal it just cruelty. dwells. Yes, basically. And then the topic comes up of should they really be killed for our meals yeah. and everything? And it's like, I just want to eat a steak. I don't care <laughs> at the moment. You sound like my dad. Like, honestly, he is always trying to get me to eat meat, and I'm just like, oh, I'm not a huge fan. Just let me live my life. Yeah. Well, I actually prefer lamb, but steak always tastes nice sometimes. <laughs> sometimes? Yeah. I'm okay with chicken. Chicken's like the one thing I'm okay with. Um, because my sister's a vegetarian and my parents make her eat chicken... Um, and fish. So we live on chicken and it's all just starting to taste bland <laughs> and not very good anymore. And it just destroys everything. And also pasta. We went through a phase where my sister would I only pasta. eat pasta. Carbohydrates are the greatest things. <laughs> yeah, but when you're having it like three nights a week, <laughs> it then it becomes a pasta with pasta. <laughs> Amplify on Sin 90.7. Last year, I did Awkward Stage, and one of my co-hosts encouraged me to do this segment known as Le Thomas Analysis. <laughs> and our producer, Lucy, giggles every time she hears it, because she thinks it's a hilarious accent. Um, and so this week, on Le Thomas Analysis, we'll be, <laughs> we'll be judging Pretty Odd by Panic at the Disco. And 
lots of my friends um, like Panic at the Disco, and I've been trying to get a few into it. So, Tash, hi. You wanted a shout-out, so here you go. Um, yeah, and so we're talking about Panic at the Disco. So, this album came out in 2008. It was their second album. This is the last album with all four original members. I R- didn't know that they split. They R.I.P. They all went to drug rehab eventually. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know about that. Yeah, which is interesting. Um, so, <laughs> that's... <laughs> but that's them. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's Panic! at the Disco. Um, they wrote this in a cabin in the woods, and that actually inspired one of one of the songs, which is called From a Mountain in the Middle of the Cabins, <laughs> which is a play on words of From a Cabin in the Middle of the Mountains, which is a little funny. It's yeah. a little ironic, don't you think? Um, <laughs> the pun there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Panic at the Disco, quite a big success. Has a large-ish following. It's it's more it's more of a cult than, <laughs> yeah. than a fan base. They recently, well, Brendan Urie, because he's like the only surviving member, recently put out a new album called Death of a Bachelor. Oh yeah, I like that that album. Have you heard a few singles? Yeah, a few of them. We played um, Hallelujah. Hallelujah yeah. was originally going to be on the album before that, which was Too Weird to Live, Too Rare to Die, oh, but yeah. it got released afterwards as a single. Oh, yeah. And then Brennan Yuri finally decided to release a new album. There's another song that I have from Death of a Bachelor, but I, don't, I can't remember what it is, and I don't particularly want to go searching through my laptop to tell you what it is. Um... One of my favourite singles from the new album is called L.A.D. Devotee. But enough about that album. We're talking about Pretty Odd. So, again, Pretty Odd was released in 2008 under Fueled by Ramen, which houses other um, successful grungy bands of they the era. They house fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Fun, Fall Out Boy, My Chemical Romance, Paramore, just... Name whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably going to be there. Yeah. So, yeah. Pretty Odd was... An ins- an, they were inspired by the Beatles to write this album. That's why it's so, like, poppy and, you know... I actually did not know that. Oh, interesting facts. Interesting facts. This is what day. happens when you listen to Le Thomas Analysis. Um, so, yeah. The album cover is actually really interesting. It's, like... Pretty. It's a vintage sort of picture. If you've ever seen like old paintings with detailed faces, you you may know what I'm talking about. Do you have words to describe it? Because honestly, I'm terrible at describing these things. Oh, I know the style of art, but I just can't remember. It's, I have placemats of stuff like this. It's like Baroque almost, if you know what Baroque is. Not really. It's close. Yeah. It's it's like the genre. Yeah. Um realism possibly yeah i don't know this podcast was brought to you by amplify 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 the sound of underage melbourne